This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Monday, June 5th, 2023, I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, second flight carrying migrants lands in Sacramento. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a sunny 78 degrees. And now on to our top story. While Kiev is silent about the start of any counteroffensive, fighting is raging in several sections of the front line, signaling that the long-expected campaign could finally be getting underway. Moscow claims it has successfully fended off a Ukrainian attempt to ram through Russia's defenses, but some pro-Kremlin military bloggers painted a different picture acknowledging that Kyiv's troops made some quick gains. Many military experts expect Ukraine to t- try to ram through Russian defenses toward the Sea of Azov coast to break the land corridor to Crimea that Moscow created after capturing the key port of Maripol in May of 2022. Federal investigators say it will take days to gather highly fragmented debris from a small plane that flew over the nation's capital and crashed in Virginia, killing four people. The Federal Aviation Administration has said in a brief update today that the pilot and three passengers were killed and that the plane was, quote, destroyed, unquote, in the crash. The identities of the four people weren't immediately released. Today, a NTSB investigator told reporters that it will take at least three to four days for investigators to reach the remote crash scene more than two miles north of Montebello, Virginia. Another group of approximately 20 migrants have arrived in Sacramento on a private flight. A spokeswoman for California's attorney general says the flight arrived this morning. It follows the arrival of 16 migrants from South America on Friday. California Attorney General Rob Bonta says Florida appears to be, excuse me, Florida appears to have coordinated the travel. The first group was dropped off outside the Catholic diocese in Sacramento. The Florida Division of Emergency Management and Republican Governor Ron DeSantis have not confirmed Florida's involvement. Coming up, Kentucky pauses incentives for Battery Maker, whose federal loan was nixed after claims of China ties. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns, right after this. In, winds and delivers. Estrada lines one into left field. Shaylin Braxton comes in to score. Abigail Estrada has her legendary moment and gets the walk-off win. Marshall survives and advances. Gore once again fires it from three-point land, and there it is. Point number 1,000 in her thundering herd career, the 21st player in program history to do so back around, gets right to the ball, sends a cross in, and it's into the back of the net! The Thundering Herds, Eddie Dakwar on senior day, gets around the defender after he missed the ball the first time, flips it back in, goes upper 90 on the far side of the post. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Luke Hamilton. 
And I'm Michaela Wheeler. A suspect in the fatal shooting of a West Virginia state police officer has been arraigned on a first-degree murder charge. Timothy Kennedy was arraigned Saturday in Mingo County Magistrate Court and is being held without bond. News outlets report the 29-year-old was arrested in a stolen vehicle Friday night at a law enforcement checkpoint. Earlier Friday, Sergeant Corey Maynard and two troopers had responded to a complaint of a shooting at a home and were fired at when they arrived. Maynard was shot and taken to a hospital in Logan. Governor Jim Justice announced Maynard's death in a statement Friday night. On May 24th, Marshall Track and Field competed in the NCAA East Preliminaries in Jacksonville, Florida. As Ben Anderson reports, Brett Armbruster makes history for Marshall Men's Track and Field in the NCAA East Preliminaries. On May 24th, Brett Armbruster would make history for the Thundering Herd by becoming the first male athlete since 2001 to compete in an NCAA championship. Brett Armbruster says competing in the NCAA preliminaries is an experience he will never forget. It was insane. I mean, I've never been around so many good runners in my life. And just watching them race, you learn a lot from how they race, how they go about their pre-race and everything like that. You can learn something from them and just seeing the amount of good runners there was a crazy experience. Arm Brewster ran a 1 minute 52.76 in the 800 meter dash, which concluded the Barsville native season as the 43rd best in the entire Division I East region. Cross country head coach Caleb Bowen says there is room for improvement after Brett's impressive performance. I mean, I think he could have run better. I think he also thinks he could have run better, but being his first time at the national championships, I thought he ran well. I mean, we'll never be upset with a 152 no matter how it goes. Brett Arm Brewster's top 50 performance marks the end of the inaugural season for Marshall Men's Track and Field and the beginning of the future of the men's program. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Thanks, Ben. Marshall Track and Field will start back in August for the 2023 cross-country season. Kentucky officials say they won't begin paying $21 million in economic incentives for a proposed electric vehicle battery facility until the company further explains why federal officials abruptly rejected a $200 million loan. The loan rejection for a Texas-based Microvast came after some congressional Republicans argued the firm has improper ties to China. Yang Wu, Microvast founder and CEO, says the company was surprised by the Energy Department's decision against awarding the loan for a Kentucky facility focused on a new technology for batteries. Wu says neither the Chinese government nor the Chinese Communist Party has any ownership, control or influence in the company. It's unclear if the company will proceed with plans to build in Kentucky. Coming up next... Dozens of dangerous rail crossings will be eliminated with $570 million in grants. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Golly, there's nothing to do. Wally's at baseball practice. Jane has her piano lesson. It's Friday afternoon and Timmy's having a little trouble with boredom. You know, Timmy, the best way to beat boredom is... Join an after-school program? Nice try. Take Sue to the malt shop? Not quite. Well, what is it? Listening to WMUL, of course. Why didn't I think of that? 88.1, right? You're catching on. Boredom will be a thing of the past once you listen to 88.1 WMUL. We are war veterans. And firefighters. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters. And kids at play. Each of us has experienced unimaginable pain, had countless surgeries and skin grafts. And emerged stronger. We are burn survivors. If you're one of us, please know you're not alone. There's an army of friends 
waiting to help you recover, renew, and return. Please support the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors and help someone rise again. Visit phoenix-society.org for more information. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. A new lawsuit says a Mississippi law will restrict free speech by requiring people to obtain permission from state law enforcement officials for any protests near state government buildings in the capital city of Jackson. The lawsuit seeks to block the mandate from taking effect July 1st. The federal suit was filed Thursday by the Poor People's Campaign and several other organizations against the two people authorized to issue permits. Mississippi Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindell and the chief of the state-run Capitol Police Department, Bo Lucky. Today, the Associated Press sought comment from the Department of Public Safety and a spokesperson did not immediately respond. The bodies of three men have been recovered from a collapsed apartment building in Davenport, Iowa. Police said the last body was removed early today and nobody else is believed to have been killed. The dead are Brandon Colvin Sr., Ryan Hitchcock, and Daniel Bryan. One of the injured residents is suing the city and the building's current and former owners. The lawsuit says they knew conditions were deteriorating and failed to warn residents of the risk. City documents show the historic building's owner had been warned for months that parts of the century-old building were unstable. The Biden administration is handing out more than $570 million in grants to help eliminate railroad crossings in 32 states, just as the industry is increasingly relying on longer and longer trains to cut costs. The grants announced today will help eliminate more than three dozen crossings that delay traffic and sometimes keep first responders from where help is desperately needed. There have been examples of ambulance delay resulting in a death and homes burning down while firefighters wait at a blocked crossing. In addition, roughly 2,000 collisions are reported at railroad crossings every year. Nearly 250 deaths were recorded last year in those car train crashes. Coming up next, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when News Center 88 returns right after this. dragging. I think I'm going to try some of those energy shots everybody's talking about. How about trying WMUL energy instead? WMUL energy? What's that? Only the best energy you can get. What flavors does it have? It comes in seven exciting flavors. Bluesberry, Jazz Pizzazz, Absolute Alternative, Resilient Rock, Ultimate Urban, Rejuvenating Gospel, and Moxie Mornings. <laughs> Available everywhere WMUL FM's energy may be heard. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 78 degrees. Today, the high is 80 and the low is 52 degrees. It has been a beautifully sunny day all day, with clear skies holding into the evening and winds up to 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, the high will be 84 and the low will be 58 degrees. Tomorrow morning and afternoon will be partly to mostly cloudy skies, which will create light rain showers around midnight. All day, there will be winds up to 10 miles per hour. Wednesday, the high will be 77 and the low will be 48 degrees. Much like Tuesday, it will be cloudy all day with winds up to 10 miles per hour. However, there will not be rain, which is great. 
Today in Weather History, in 1859, frost was reported from Iowa to New England. The temperature dipped to 25 degrees in New York State and up to two inches of snow blanketed Ohio. Thank you to weather.com and weather4u.com for this information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 78 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law. Thanks, Rebecca. Coming up, small-brained ancient human cousins may have buried their dead, according to a surprising study. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. Finally today on New Center 88, Scientists say they've found evidence an ancient human cousin may have buried its dead and carved symbols into caves. Surprising findings for a creature with a small brain. Fossil remains of the species were uncovered in underground caves in South Africa around a decade ago. Since then, researchers have kept squeezing into the caves to look for clues. Now, researchers say the burials and carvings showed that the species, called Homo naledi, was capable of more complex behavior than expected, since its brain was only about one-third the size of ours. Their findings were posted online today, but some outside scientists think more evidence is needed. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUF. For Michaela Wheeler, Nathaniel Hara, Rebecca Law, Ben Anderson, and your entire New Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is, to have felt too much is to end in feeling nothing. Dorothy Thompson.